It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Salt Lamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball. Baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just found myself doing it, you know, and I actually think, I really just do that? But it just, it just came out. Just so many awesome things happening in the first day of the postseason. So many awesome things. So many awesome moments. So many awesome performances. And in Philadelphia, there was an awesome celebration. Yeah. Okay. You know, we have all these celebrations when guys get on base, when guys hit home runs, and all of it. But what Nick Castellanos did was organic, was pure, was, wasn't scripted, as you're about to find out, and just was, was perfect. And all it was, it was what everyone thought was he was flipping off the dugout, his own dugout. It's like, what, what, did, what did those guys do to him, right? He gets up, he makes a little bit of a celebration, and then he seemingly flips off the dugout. No! I mean, no. Even ESPN blurred it out because they thought he flipped off, off the dugout. But no. It was his ring finger. He was showing his ring finger. Obviously, they want a ring. But he just popped up and he did this. And I, first of all, like I can't even imagine. I, I wouldn't even be able to do that on command, I don't think. Extend my ring finger. That's a hard thing to do. But Castellanos did it. And it was all part of a wild night at Citizens Bank Park. It was literally just picking up where that crowd left off in the World Series. So I wanted to talk to some guys in the clubhouse about it. We talked to Castellanos about the whole scene, about the whole day. That was with the group of media. But I sat down a little bit with Brandon Marsh, front of the program, 
And Brandon sort of gave us the what's what from his perspective, which was hilarious. It was hilarious. And also great perspective on the crowd and the whole scene and everything else like that. So I'm going to play you Brandon Marks. And then after that, you'll hear Castellanos talk um, for about five or six minutes about the environment, the game, the celebration, uh, Reese Hoskins, his the throwing out the first pitch, how perfect that was, Zach Wheeler, all of it. I know there's a ton of stuff to get to in the postseason, but we're just going to keep it coming here. So this is what I wanted to do. I, I wanted to pick out that celebration, that one celebration, and dive into a little bit more along with, hey, listen, there's no other team from the postseason from the World Series last year that is playing right now that we can say, well, that's carrying over to this. Well, it certainly did at Citizens Bank Park. All right, so here you go. First is Brandon Marsh, then Nick Cassianos. So when when you see Nick celebrate, yeah, they were saying that they thought it was you know they didn't know you had know, counts of fingers. Yeah, it was it was one of those moments where we didn't because usually we talk about our celebrations you know as a team like you yeah. know, the Orioles have the spit like yada 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 but. We, our thing is the yeah yeah you know yeah. so when we saw him throw up the finger we were like a little like like what's that, was what, that what, what, what what did we do to you yeah I was like dang Nick you know you just had a nice double man <laughs> but no it was uh, I mean it, it obviously just put up the ring finger yeah. and it was it was uh, I love that that's a good thing I love that yeah. a little emotion coming out of eight and you know it makes it better that, that you didn't know you know I know right yeah. that's and, it, and it's shocked us all and then but once we we looked at the iPad and slowed it down we saw the ring finger and we were just like okay alright that's kind of hard actually I love that you looked at the iPad immediately <laughs> everyone's running to the iPad double tap zoom in had to make sure. um, and just the last thing just like we, but I think you were right when you said that this that you guys the least boring team mm-hmm. it was you know the whole thing I mean did, did, did this snap right back to what it was a year ago did it feel the same it was you know it was that feeling in the first inning when when Kyle had the single tray of the double it was kind of like okay this feels just the same yeah really if, if not better so really was, yeah it was it was an inc- I tried to find an empty seat tonight and I couldn't find one no and I was on the bench so I was looking hard you know yeah. I couldn't I couldn't find an empty seat so this place is special man you know you know what I think helps honestly so we talk a lot about the pitch clock and everything mm-hmm. but for it's, it's in the playoffs everyone's into it mm-hmm. but it makes it easy even easier to be into it yeah I mean may, yeah maybe I'm like overthinking I don't know no I mean definitely there's because it felt like every single pitch yeah well know? that's just that's shouts out to CBP yeah you know? so yeah uh, I haven't I haven't played unless I was on the road but I haven't played playoff baseball anywhere else in here yeah so having a <laughs> having a having this as home court that's a lot of, that's, that's a lot of fun last I, I tweeted this because I, I mean it I think that teams that don't make the playoffs should send the players to watch the games. Watch the games. That's what Michael Parsons does, right? With the Cowboys. Is that what he does? Every playoff game, Super Bowl, he can go to. I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, that's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, it's motivation. It just lets you. Let you. I personally won't do it because it hurts too much. Nah, it's it's a long year. (laughs) 
I'm going to go home and chew my mom. <laughs> That's what everyone else is thinking, too. <laughs> I'm sure everyone has family and stuff, too, to go yeah. back to. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's definitely something to, to talk about just because Until you, can, you're you, here. Can, you, can, you can learn a lot just by watching, too. You know what I mean? Uh, but I'm sure, I mean, there was there were some ex-players here. I yeah. saw them like, on the big screen and stuff like that. But, uh, no, I mean, definitely. People probably should, though. I wouldn't just because. No, no, it's just a long because, season. Because yeah, I'm a weirdo. No, no, no. I, uh, I, I think it's it's definitely it wouldn't hurt. It just struck me after watching like a month of, you know, blah. And I was like, oh, this is why this is why it's awesome, right? Yeah, this is why we play. Yeah, you know, yeah, this, yeah. this the moments like tonight is why we why we wake up every day and play 162. I appreciate it, man. Thanks, Thanks for seeing. Make a big deal out of the uh, finger. That was the, the ring finger. Is that correct? Of course. Look at the photo. Symbolizing that you'd like a ring? I mean, that's, that's why we're playing this month. What do you think of Zach Wheeler? Um, came out, gamer, did his thing, attacked every pitch, and gave us a chance to win. Nick, JT talked yesterday about how there's some opportunities for righties, given how left-handed heavy oh, this one staff is. I wonder how you kind of view those matchups against some of those lefties that you got through there. Me personally or yeah. for the team? Either one, but... Um, I mean, Lazardo is a phenomenal pitcher. He's difficult for a righty or a lefty. Uh, you know, so, I mean, we just did we just did a good job of putting good at-bats together, you know? We weren't really flailing at pitches out of the zone. We competed uh, from the first inning on. What did you think of Rojas's nine-pitch at-bats to off the third, and how did that set the tone for you guys? Uh, well, I mean, what did I think of it? It's phenomenal. He's a gamer. You know, and I think that he's showing that uh, no moment is too big for him. He does a phenomenal job of just uh, competing every single pitch and not trying to do too much. So that's credit to him. And uh, he got us going. When you hit your, your late double, did you figure Bryce was going to keep going and wanted to get home? Uh, yeah, the way that it was going, I just was wanted to protect him because I knew that they were going to try and get him at the plate. So I just took off. Uh, to third base because I mean you know if they would have redirected the throw and I'm out Bryce is safe it looked like he ran he ran through the sign uh, how surprising or not surprising that, that Bryce ran through the sign <laughs> uh, Bryce does that all the time and he's miraculously safe more often than not <laughs> um, what, what did you think of Reese's first pitch and the way the crowd reacted to that emotional man I mean I was fighting back trying not to cry just he he symbolizes Philadelphia honestly more than any of the signees that have come here after the fact. He's born and, and raised in this organization, uh, and was here when you know the, the team wasn't winning, and was here all the way up through last year. So for him to go down with an ACL uh, injury, you know the way that he did it, it's. I mean, I wore 17 on my hat all year for, for that fact, man. So to be able for him to go out there and get love from this city and this organization, I mean, it was perfect. Written in Sharpie under the brim, 17, is that how you put huh? on the cap? Did you write it in Sharpie under the brim? Uh, no, I wrote it right here okay. on the outside part of the hat. How about the atmosphere, just as oh, great as Man, I, I missed it, yeah. from I mean, honestly, it, it, it felt like just a continuation from last year. It was amazing. Was it a ring finger thing, a spur of the moment thing? Or? Yeah, I, I don't know. But I just found myself doing it, you know, and then I was like, did I really just do that? <laughs> but it just, it just came out. What did you see from the bottom of the lineup then? 
Well, I mean, I think the bottom of the lineup competed just as good as the top of the lineup, you know, and I think that's just a credit to how good our team is from top to bottom and also how engaged um, everybody is, you know, even Pache to be able to have a, an at-bat like his first one where, you know, the moment might have been too big where, you know, he missed a considerable amount on first three pitches and then to slow it down and have a good at-bat and get a base hit up the middle. I mean, just it's it's a credit to everybody in a Philadelphia Phillies jersey. Nola tomorrow, what are you expecting out of him? I mean, I know that he's going to be relaxed. I know that he's going to compete. I know that he's going to attack the strike zone. You know, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. But, you know, when he's doing those things, I like our chances. Rob was saying before the game, it's a new year, it's a different team. It's a better team. You kind of feel that way too? You know, this is a better team this Yes, I think it's a better team, but I think more importantly, it's a more experienced team. You know, you can't you can't fake these experiences, and no matter how talented you are, you can't uh, you can't replicate a moment like the postseason playing here in the stadium, feeling the electricity of the crowd. So the fact that we've all been down this road before, and now we start this journey again, you know, like we're we're very present, we're very focused on uh, what we need to do. So, with, I mean, with that, the expectations are different as well. I mean, you opened on the road last year, you were underdogs, kind of throughout the entire thing. Um, is, is that any different at all? Do you feel that at all? I think that in this clubhouse, the only expectations we care about are the ones that we give ourselves. We really don't pay attention that much on what other people say outside of these walls. Uh, you know, and I think that's, I think honestly that's our strength because we, we only care about what we think about ourselves and playing for each other. Nick and me, if I have to just say apologies, I'll get in the clubhouse if this was fast, I apologize. It's all good, man. But, <laughs> but in, a, in a short series, how crucial is it game one to get that, get that out of the way? I mean, every single win that we have from here on out, man, is, is gigantic. There's no such thing as an easy game anymore. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field, and then I, uh, I look over at my dad, and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.